So, okay, we're talking about executive assistants today. I do have a little bit of a presentation I can share. Lorraine, are you ready for that? I am totally ready. Okay, awesome. So welcome, everybody. I want to kind of share really quickly with you guys what I do as an what what I expect from an executive assistant or an admin and their responsibilities in a nutshell. Um, basically, simple as emailing and a calling management, calendar management. Now, that is so important. So let me revert back a little bit, Lorraine, and tell me when was the time you decided that you wanted to hire an executive assistant? When did you kind of like Say, okay, this is the pivotal moment that I need to, to hire somebody. So in terms of VA, that was about uh, almost two years ago. It was over okay. a year and a half ago. But when I hired my first you know, executive admin, they were in person. And that was about 15 years ago. Wow. Okay. And then what made you think that, okay, yeah, this is the time. What kind of work were you like so inundated with? I'll, sh I'll definitely tell you what made me pull the trigger, but you, if you could just share a little bit with, with everyone, what made you think that, okay, this is the right time? I'm going to be talking to running a brokerage, okay. right? And in terms of that, because that's what I've done, like I said, for the last like 15 years. So really it was at that point, I knew I needed to be scouting and really spending my time building, training, doing things other than necessarily day-to-day -day activities, marketing, advertising, uh, calling clients, follow-up, because you are one person and you have 24 hours in a day. Mm -hmm. And if you want to reach a high level, you can't do it all. And you really right. have to learn to delegate. Right. I totally agree with you. So the time that I figured that, okay, this is a time um, this is from a team perspective now. So you have a brokerage perspective from Lorraine. And here's a team perspective from my side is, you know, I, I and a lot of you know my story. I actually 10, 15, about, I would say 10 years ago, lost everything and came back to where I am today. Started my academy, my recent um, academy, train your um, ISAs and admins with my academy. Um, and in that journey, I realized that there were so many ups and downs in building a team, Lorraine, right? I broke teams down like about four or five times because they were not getting things done. And I was like, okay, you're not at my level. I don't know what to do with you really thinking at my level. So I can't work with you. And I, I did not, I was not learning based. I was totally just like me, 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 right? Um, and I wasn't really focused on what is important is delegating. What is important is that you can't do everything. And I was trying to do everything. And in that interim, my team kept on breaking up, right? Like breaking down. So this time I did something different. And this was about two years ago. I actually said, okay, I'm going to really focus in on hiring the right people. So I'm not doing everything and then get frustrated. And then my business suffers from that, right? So I first started with a transaction coordinator because I felt, okay, this is the place I need to start. Now, remember, I was still making my calls to my leads. The minute I decided that, okay, this is getting too much, then I, my, my first admin was just an admin, wasn't, was not an executive admin. So I started from a TC to just an admin to help me with the daily grunt of things. And then she um, actually leveled up and became my executive assistant eventually, not right away. So it took some time, but in the brokerage level, what did you, did you just hire an executive assistant immediately? 
So that, that was my first hire. I, I do production as well. I think I closed like 27 or 28 last year. So I'm not producing at a high level. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you know that, so production is something that I do kind of on the side. Mm -hmm. So I always feel like I had two full-time jobs, right. Uh, producing and then also running the brokerage. And one of the things that I had a massive issue with was my calendar and scheduling. So yes, uh, an executive assistant is kind of the person that in my world deals with that. And so I really wanted someone to come in and manage my schedule. I wanted to have the phone number or location of every meeting that I had put in my calendar, scheduled by someone else, where I could just say, here, call this person and put them in my schedule. Because that way I just had to show up and do what I do best, which is helping and meeting with people that that's what I do. So doing kind of the day-to-day managing us, email, confirm appointments, not my strong suit. So you just have to find someone. um, And I've used disc profiles and other things to really fill in the gap where you're not strong. So hiring the right person and knowing yourself and admitting your faults, that is like the biggest thing for me because I was like, oh, I got this. I got this. Well, when you no show for appointments or you don't confirm and they no show, that's not a good use of time. So really, it was just taking control of my schedule and making sure that I was checking in with the people I needed to be checking in with. I totally agree with you. And here's another thing I did. I hired my, once I did my transaction coordinator, because that was, again, I'm transactional, right? So I hired my transaction coordinator first. And then after that, I started really realizing that I'm getting more and more inundated with this. So my admin came first, but in the process, I also hired an ISA because I knew that I needed to train somebody the way I speak, my systems, my processes. So that was another person that I hired. And of course, all of this is in our um, academy, you know, now that I've built up courses to train your ISAs or your VAs. I think, you know what, we have companies that have amazing VAs. The training is amazing, but here's something you have to remember is that you have to train your VAs the way you work. No other VA company is going to train them like that. There's Virginia just trains the basics, right, right? right? Where they know what to do, but you have to get them to work in your team, in exactly. your brokerage, in your company, because mm-hmm. otherwise they're not, when they call someone, they're going to feel completely different. Exactly. And that was a big thing is making sure they feel part of your culture. Exactly. And that's exactly what I started. And now we're down, we're up to about 12 VAs on my team, but it's only, and this is what's so amazing that everyone just thinks it's amazing. I don't think so, but it's only my daughter and myself that are true agents on our team, but we have a team of 12 VAs and we just hired two more. So it's like 15 VAs total uh, by the end of February, we're expecting. And the reason why is, again, you need systems in place. You need people in place. You need to leverage yourself. So first and foremost, I want to talk a little bit about emails, calls, and all of that management, right? I don't even look at my emails or my calls. Um, All of that is managed. My calls are managed by my ISAs, my and my um, my emails and all of that is with my director of ops. Now, 
you might want to call them executive admins, but my director of operations is the one who handles um, a lot of the business in terms of vendor management, in terms of emails, in terms of all of that. And now we have to divvy the work up because her plate is overflowing. And that's when we hired an executive assistant. So my VA that was just an admin took over and did other tasks while now we have an executive assistant because again, the plates are getting over full. You don't want to do that. So now she's the one who manages my calendar and she's the one who sets the phone appointments. Now, again, she is the gatekeeper of my calendar. She totally is the gatekeeper. Why? Because no other crap needs to go on there. There's me time. And if I could even pull up my calendar, you'll see there's me time. But then there's um, so much of, and and here's my typical day. Um, I'll share that with you really quickly. This is my typical day. do Do you have a business coach as well? I don't. So my coach has been like, you have to put me time in because if it's not in your calendar, it doesn't exist in your world because right. I, I live and die by my calendar. Exactly. You know, when my husband asked me in the morning, what's your day look like? I'm like, hold on. And I pull up my calendar yeah. because I don't know. By the way, no, you're right. I do have a business. I do have a coach, but he's not completely only business. My coach is more like life and business. And he's more focused on, you know, my life. Yeah, which is, you know, I don't have control of my own calendar. I don't have control. I don't have, so this is my typical calendar, right? I mean, look at it's color coded, but it's completely like it's me time. It's color coded. Um, and these are all the greens that you see. They're all my appointments. Like yesterday, it was quite a bit of greens. You know, um, I do have a lot of greens on my calendar because I want to, and this is my day off, right? But most of the times these greens is what is my income producing activities, right? So I need to make sure that I am producing. And as you can see, there's a lot of greens on our calendar because besides that, there is no business, right? So Zoom consults with clients, um, you know, uh, uh, seller consults, uh, listing consults, buyer consults, all of them are in Zoom. I like not to go to, um, you know, people's homes because of COVID as much, but I do tend to like do Zoom. I get to know them first and then I go. So she's the one who manages all of that, right? This is, this is this, if I move things around, I I really (laughs) get told off. Um, She doesn't really do any of my social media, but when she's going to start doing my social media work, and then she's really going to focus in on, um, she does most of my concierge and my um, vendor management and all of that. So I always say, when is the right time? When do you hire, a, uh, you know, an executive assistant? You will know when to hire an executive assistant when you um, know how to really understand what is the potential of the growth of your business. That's what I say. So when are you looking to grow your business is going to be so important. Everybody says today, right? I want to grow my business now, right, Lorraine? But Truly, ask yourself that question. Are you ready to take the next step to grow? You have to have your tasks Mm -hmm. clear. That is probably the biggest thing that I've seen with hiring an assistant, an executive assistant, a transaction, any, anyone that is going to be working on your team, you have to have taken the time to really write down what it is you do. And then you can hand off those tasks because if you're not clear on the tasks, that's the the key step that I see so many people, you know, in the leverage community. Oh, you know, what, what do I first do when I'm hiring a VA? 
please, right. please, please get clear on the tasks that you already do. And then the tasks that you don't do that need to be done. What's right. missing? And I'm a very visual person, you guys. I like to really showcase like, what is it? Like, Can you tell we know Tristan? <laughs> uh, both of us are like, here's our notebooks. Hold on. I have like, you won't believe it. These are my notebooks, Lorraine. These are my different notebooks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have like, it's like crazy all over the place. We have notebooks. Now, what do we do with these notebooks? Right. There you go. What do we do with these? Notebooks? We take notes. We're learning based. And that's exactly what your mindset should be. You should be more learning based because that is where your growth really happens. And I write down my systems in my notebooks, right? If you want to know what your executive assistant should be doing for you, you need to write down systems. You need to write processes down. You I'm need to really literally crying oh. right now because I was like, oh, you know, I could put together the, some slides, but really uh, this is, this is where it happens yeah. in, in my notebook. Exactly. All the information is written in there and right. then I turn it in the slides or I transfer it to a whiteboard. And then I also use on my phone notes. Mm -hmm. um, I switched over to Mac computers and having the notes from my phone saved, I can pop those up. It is life changing having everything connected. And so that is really like you, if you don't have a notebook, but you have a cell phone right in there. Exactly. Just make sure when you have that thought that you, you save it somewhere that right. you create it. And, and what is that thought? Okay. Let me dive a little bit deeper into my thoughts, right? I am randomly, I'll wake up at three and four in the morning and I will, the first thing I do, of course, is take my dogs out and meditate. But here's the thing. Once I meditate, my brain just keeps going. And I have all these ideas that I put on paper. I put it in my notebook and um, in my notes on my phone and my notes right here. Again, the reason why we're sharing this with you is we're trying to guide you to what happens here. Put it, put it here, put it in your notes. And here are my notes. All these are my different notes, right? Um, I'll show you my notes. And these are all my different notes, right? Here all these notes, they're all notes of what my brain is actually thinking. Something as simple as scripts. Oh my God, Lorraine, I got a hundred phone appointments set. I need to kind of like figure out, okay, to so set many. I'm yeah. like, yes, <laughs> I feel you. Like, yeah. oh my goodness, so sister, many notes. Here's another system I just wrote down. Like, you know, we need to put the system together of, you know, once the lead is converted, what happens? So anyway, all of these systems are in place. But my question is, you know, when you're really looking to hire that right executive assistant, you have to understand that your brain is thinking so many other things. That's when you decide, all right, this is my time to really hire that next person in my business. And that is your executive assistant or even an admin, right? They are the ones who will manage you when you're going crazy. Now, when you hire that person, don't feel like, oh my God, now what? Well, guess what? All these notes you took, that's when you need to come back and say, all right, this is what I need to do. This is, this is, this is what um, really is what I need to focus in on. And this is why I'm hiring this person, right? I don't know why my face is showing again, but it says Lorraine Parker. And I have no idea why it says that. I have no idea either. <laughs> I'm like, I'm here. I'm not connecting. But um, anyway, did you see, we have questions. Uh, I no, just saw that. Okay. Um, what is an ISA? Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Inside sales agent. So an ISA is just a fancy name for people who make my phone call, my phones, uh, 
great. So basically I have about four ISAs on our team. And what they do is dial my database. What they do is they convert um, um, uh, you know, leads into phone appointments. And again, this is something that I have built in my academy. And this is basically in my training to where we really focus in on growing the business. So you as realtor should always focus on the growth of your business and working on your business instead of working in your business. I think it's super important, Lorraine, and I'm sure you agree with me, all we want to do is go out there, see people face to face, close the transaction, right? Go on uh, listings. Go on. Keys is my favorite part. I never miss that because I yeah. love to hand people keys. It's like the best part. You're like their hero at that point. Right. So I always want to do that when I represent a buyer or with a seller, I want to be there at closing and making sure that they're getting everything out and that good stuff. But it's just so key to choose the parts that you really enjoy mm -hmm. and the you just want to make sure you write down the steps that you don't enjoy and you have someone else do those exactly and some of those things are admin tasks i mean i hate to, to sit and mine my database that's something i don't like so i have a database manager in place i don't like to really look at my calendar and move things around because i get really bogged down into I don't want to do this and I don't want to do this. And I know I have to get it done. Right. Um, and my, this executive assistant should be holding you accountable. Let me put Absolutely. it this way. The disc profile of an executive assistant should be D a high D my director of ops. Oh my goodness. She is a high D. And if I change things around, I'm in a lot of trouble. So that Absolutely. is cool. yeah, and, and that mining your database. Like I, I do client events. And they, they find the, I say, here's my idea, right? And they find the place, they book it. They have the ISAs call everyone in my database and say, I, hey, because they're checking in. The whole reason for client events isn't just the event because it's, hey, top of mind. And I'm not calling to ask you for business. I'm calling exactly. to say, hey, look what we're doing for our past clients. Exactly. And that like, you've got to have someone that is on top of that and making sure the calls are being made at the correct intervals right. that people are, you know, they're getting multiple touches. They're getting the texts, they're getting the calls, they're getting the social media announcements. And that's something I'm not great at. And I don't really love to do it, but do I love to be at the events and host? Yes. I'm right. the event host in my BNI group. Like I love throwing events. Now, do I love doing all the little details to get the event going? Not no. so much. Exactly. And I think you have to be detail oriented. Now, you know, nine out of 10 times, some of us are not, and it's okay. This is where there's a line where that, that's a, that's that a tube light should go on in your head. It's like, okay, now is the time I need a VA. Another thing that my executive assistant does is uh, we have a showing assistant who really is a concierge um, with our clients. So she is a first point of contact with our clients after the ISAs, the Zoom consoles, the buyer phone, the, the phone appointments, all of that is done. She is the first person that will be in touch with our clients. Um, human resources, again, that falls on my director of ops, marketing person. Again, we have a social media and management um, division as well. And key to my executive assistant is a gatekeeper to all your personal schedules. I want to get back it. to these questions because we've got some really quality ones here. Um, it's saying, what type of program do you use to share emails with your executive assistant or VA? Do your VAs have access to all your emails? 
Um, my question is trust universal assistance, someone you don't see in person and how do VAs, how do you use VAs for social media? Um, my VAs have access to all my emails. Exactly. All of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, there's nothing I'm trying to hide I, from them. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it takes a little bit to work up to that point, but I've been working with Jay for almost two years. He like, we talk every single day. Um, is there anything I need to hide from him or that I'm worried about on social media or emails? No, mm-hmm. absolutely not. Um, he has full access to social media, um, my business page, my husband's business page. He, he has access to literally everything. Like right. if either of us were ever to try and do something shady, trust me, my VA would know before any, my executive <laughs> assistant would know before anyone else. And he'd be like, Lori, yeah. we have a problem. Exactly. But, we assume we have a problem. Yeah. I totally Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, 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 I have a personal email where my kids send me stuff. Right. right. Um, he doesn't have access to that. He, I don't think he wants to see my daughter's drawings or her texts or anything like that, but no, he has full access to website, social media, email, and you can just add them on like a, through Google. That's what I use. I use Google. I do you use Google? I do. Calendars and all that. That's what I use. Um, and it's very easy. So yeah, I absolutely have full access. You do too. I think a lot of times people are nervous to mm-hmm. share that, but really there's nothing that's coming in through anything where, you know, I'm married with five kids. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not exciting guys. Uh, so here's the next question that we have. Does your VA have a management experience to be considered as a director of ops? My thing is my VA does have experience, um, but you don't really need experience um, because you need to learn to train them. I think it's all about training them. Um, and again, like I said, they need to be trained more on your systems. I think that is so important to, to really focus in on what your systems are. And then um, my question is about trusting. Another question was trusting a virtual assistant. Let me tell you a little bit about that. I always um, used to have issues about the trust factor, right? But I know that VirtuDesk does have a great system who monitors them, right? Yes. And then we have another great system that, you know, we monitor them as well. So they're being monitored all the time. But more than that, um, I, I focus in on tr- give them your 100% trust. And then see what they can do for you, because I'm always talking to my VAs constantly, whether it's on WhatsApp or whether it's on Zoom. You know, I'm constantly talking Facebook to Messenger. Them. We yeah. live chat all the time on Facebook Messenger. We video call each other. You right. know, I, I know Jay's kids. Jay knows my kids because they pop in. Exactly. Exactly. You know? And so, it's yeah. just so important to have that trust and you build that. But the nice thing is, is when you have an executive assistant and a director of ops, it, the people that are, you know, kind of they fall, come after that, you really just have to trust those few people. You don't have to put the same faith in all, you have 15 VAs, right? Yeah. It's not like they all have full access to everything. There's no. like two people that do or one. Because exactly. for me, it's my executive admin, Jay. Like he has access to everything. Exactly. And and that's the thing. The reason why I created this PowerPoint is not to talk about my academy or anything, but more talk to you guys about what we do as an executive assistant, what our executive assistant does, and more so 
is the fact that, you know, when you hire a VA, what you need to do in order to train them, right? I think realtors don't realize that, you know, you got to learn to train them on your system. There are amazing VAs that come, um, you know, with um, virtual desk or whatever, which, whatever you just, wherever you decide to go. But keep in mind, again, they're trained very minimally because they don't know your systems. They don't know your style. You got to mold them into your style. And that That's just what comes I from communicating with them. Like when I first started with Jay, it's like I literally was like, hands on, let mm-hmm. me write this out. Let me show you how I talk. Let me show you how I would respond to this. Exactly. And a lot of times, you know, Jay will send an email and say, let's schedule a call about this. And then in the notes on my Google calendar, mm-hmm. it says, this is the email that came. I mean, I have like description upon description. Like I get a copy of the email and then the response. So I know, okay, this is what I'm talking to them about. There isn't um, necessarily, they're not responding for you because there's a lot of things, you know, for me being a designated broker for years, like there was a lot, I could not have him respond to, but he can schedule a call Mm -hmm. so that I can have that conversation. And I have the background to have a conversation. So it's not that they are always responding for you because clearly being the licensed broker, like there are things that only you can say. Exactly. And I think a lot of times people think, oh, I don't have to do anything anymore. No, you still have mm-hmm. stuff you have to do. So yeah. just choose the parts that you like. And then, you know, if they have something like Jay knows the laws in Washington state at this point, because I'm constantly right. like, no, I have to say this. You can't do that. You right. can't do this. And that's all part of training. Exactly. And it's a process. It's mm-hmm. not a one time uh, here. I'm going to send you to a three hour training and you're going to have it like transaction no. coordinators. You talked about them a little bit and that changed my life. Getting a transaction. Yeah, me too. My transaction coordinator handles all my um, contracts handles everything. Um, you know, going after we client says, okay, I'm interested in writing an offer. She handles everything. That's where I move on to the next client and the next one. Because if you work in your business, then you're only going to be focused in your business. You're not going to be working on your business to build it out. And that's what you need to understand. You're here to build your business, not just work, you know, continuously on your business. Another question is, how do you, how do you use VAs for social media? My social media, social media marketing um, manager is a VA. Okay. He handles all my posts. All I do is send him articles. He handles my newsletter creation. He handles my, um, you know, anything I need for my CRM. It's all handled there. Um, He's the one who, you know, has Hootsuite and he actually has a timeline of when these go out automatically. So it's phenomenal what they know about social media. I mean, I am learning from them. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) Right. So, So, yeah. TikTok. Right. YouTube, um, all of those things. Like uh, my husband and I film at least once, once a day, we film something. Um, And there's days where we get, you know, three or four in, but we're doing kind of a different for that. It's not just real estate. Yeah. Another business. So we film and then we put it into, it's like a Google drive and then VAs go in, upload and edit And then I also have a local graphics designer that does logos and like newsletter, you know, then the VA kind of fills in 
because clearly a graphic designer isn't going to write your newsletter. Oh, exactly. Um, and they're not going to know the topics that you need in there, but you can send your VA, hey, add this link, do this. And then it really, I, I just feel like blending of the worlds is the greatest thing because I know. people still want foot, feet on the ground, walking mm-hmm. into a house, mm-hmm. right? They do. And if you can do the follow-up and all of the other parts virtually and have VAs step in and help with that, you're unstoppable. And exactly. I feel like there's the people who are just very caught up and, oh, well, what about security? What about this and that? Well, Virtue Desk has insurance mm-hmm. that protects you. So I, I don't have that fear. And, I, you know, my VAs have all come through Virtue Desk. So I'm very spoiled. Because I, I never went through that. Oh, I don't know if I should give them access to this. I was like, here you go. Take over that. I don't want to deal with it. And I had such a great experience. And then when I talked to other people and they're like, oh, I hired this person from online that I had never met. And I'm like, was it through a company? No. And I'm like, oh, I've had that scenario happen to where, um, um, one of my people, one of the realtors that I am in one of my ISA programs said to me, well, my ISA asked me for three thousand dollars upfront advance, and I'm like, "Oh my God, who are they? What did you?" It's like them? a year. <laughs> I said, "I said, did you? Where did you hire them from?" Oh, I got them online. So there is the cue. You do not get that with Virtudesk because yeah. guess what? They're vetted, they're trained, um, yes. and they are, you know, really managed to a level where um, they're really watched, so to speak, of what they're doing because they have screenshots and. I don't know what that program is, but they do run it in the back. I don't even look at it. That's that's how you know. I don't even log into it. That's how you know. I know there's programs where I could check on it, but uh, all of my VAs, yeah, they're competent and I'm communicating with them all day. I know what they're working on. They're sending me drafts. I'm checking stuff, sending it back saying, yep, we're good. And so I know they're working. Right. I mean, video editing and things of that nature are not fast. Right. So, right. Yeah. So- that's it. So we told you what an executive. In fact, we didn't even go through executive assistant only. We actually went through no. the whole thing, you guys. We went from a transaction <laughs> coordinator to an ISA to an executive assistant to, um, you know, different social media departments to, I mean, so much. We covered director of ops. You know what, guys? Again, Lorraine and I are always here to answer your questions. But I think it's really bottom line is working on your business as realtors instead of in your business. So hire the right ISA or the right VA takes time, but you will get to know. And, and what do you look for when you're hiring the right executive assistant or a VA is to look for how they communicate with you. What is their style of talking? How do they, um, what is the rate of talk? What's the communication skills? What is their disk profile? And really analyze the, the kind of person that you're looking for, really focus in on asking them, role-playing with them if they're an ISA, or, you know, really focus in on um, tasks, management, like, okay, give them a scenario. If I were, if I were to give you this, how would you handle it? And at virtual that's where I've hired, you get to interview more than, you know, the first time I think I interviewed five different people for an executive admin. Right. And I said, okay, uh, yes, VirtuDesk does provide a disk profile for all their VAs. And you get their uh, resume, their disk profile, and all of that before you interview. And then I went through and interviewed, and a lot of it was just personality. Mm-hmm. And 
finding out, okay, how does this person respond? Exactly. And that was a big deal to me because right. I really wanted someone that is a reflection of me. Exactly. Completely different, exactly. but again, has those qualities that fill in where I'm lacking. Exactly. And that is, that is what I've got. And that's why I've had them for as long as I've had them. <laughs> and my, um, and my entire VA staff keeps growing only because of the training that <clears throat> I provide, you know, with the systems and the tools and everything. Again, you have to provide, you have to provide and train them. And I take a week, my, my director of ops takes a week to train them. That is so important. So are we up in the hour? Should we say goodbye to everybody? What do you feel? A- any questions you guys have? Please. Yeah, if know. anyone else has questions, I'm happy to, you know, answer any, because I know people a lot of times are nervous to ask, oh, are they considered independent contractors? How do you write off the costs and taxes? So um, using Virtudesk, you absolutely can write off every penny that you pay because it's a U.S. company. Now, the issue that a lot of people have had is they do direct hire and that money, you can't write it off because it's not going through a U.S. company. I do hire, I do hire independent as well, but I hire more uh, on the virtue desk side and everything is written off. Um, The independent contract is bottom line and you can, um, you know, you can definitely write it off, especially with virtue desk. There's no well, problem. Virtudes makes it easy because exactly. they give you and they Here's give you your total for the year. Yeah, like thank and, you. Yeah. I don't have to search through and figure that out. Yes, uh, Virtudes does invoice mm-hmm. me. I get an invoice. I think it's every two weeks or once a yes. month. Every two um, weeks. I have a auto pay. I don't even really look yeah. at it. It's just yeah. oh, okay. That's thanks. Because again, you get your year statement, and that's all that I matter. That matters to me is what am I deducting. Exactly. Yeah. I think um, these are great questions. So anyway, um, Lorraine, I'm ready to say bye. If you guys are, um, I will talk to you guys later. Usually these are probably about 30 to 40 minutes. I'm assuming. I don't know. Um, But I thank you so much for coming on. It was so nice. I know we haven't gotten to meet in person, but we've been on a few panels together and you went and saw Tristan at a different event than the one I was at. Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't get to meet her in person. So it was yeah, awesome the second to see you yeah. and to chat with you. And someday when I'm down in the Bay Area, we will yep. meet in person. Absolutely. Let's make it a date. Hopefully soon. If you do come over, see you later. But hey, guys, if you do have any questions, we're always here to answer you in the Virtue Desk Leverage Facebook group. Just pop your question there. And when we do come there, we'll definitely answer them. Of For course. now, thank you. Bye. <laughs>